Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Ben Olson, that's Nathan Fox. We're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. We have an email here from Chase. Chase says, I'm considering enrolling in additional 1,000 level courses at the community college, even though they won't contribute to my graduation requirements. My intention is to enhance my overall undergraduate GPA. I'm curious if there are any potential drawbacks to this approach or if schools might choose to exclude these courses during evaluation. I also wonder what your overall thoughts are to doing this. Thanks, Chase. It's not about what schools do, is it? It's about what the LSAC does. Yeah. And if you complete these classes as part of your undergraduate degree, then they'll be included. It doesn't even have to be as part of your undergraduate degree. Hmm. If you complete these classes prior to graduating with mm-hmm. your undergraduate degree, mm-hmm. then they're going to count. And it, I don't care what the, the school that you transfer to, they might be like, yeah, these don't transfer. But that's the trap is that some people think that just because it didn't transfer, it's not going to count on their LSAC GPA, but it will count on your LSAC GPA. As my understanding is LSAC is just like, yeah, if you took a college class before you graduated from college, then we're counting it. Yeah. And if it's after you graduate, we're not counting it. So none of that stuff matters yeah. after graduation. Yeah. So this plan, I, you know, this, I'm sure that it strikes a lot of people who are naive. It, this plan, it's, it's going to strike people as like very, um, like it's going to strike them as just ridiculous or like, uh, like, whoa, what, why would you do that? I mean, of course, yeah. no, it's not going to count toward graduation. Why would you ever take a class? that's not going to count toward graduation. It's like, well, because I have a GPA that is in need of some rehabilitation. And if I take this tennis beginning tennis class, as long as it's for a grade, not pass, no pass, it's got to be for a grade. But if you can take that intro to film class and you know, you're going to get an A in it, whatever the easiest class is on campus. Yeah. There's no reason not to enroll in that and get an A, get an A plus if you can. Yeah. So my goal, right, with increasing the GPA is to increase your numbers so you can get better scholarship auditors when you're applying to law school. So then you're going to save money. So the only the only downside here is someone who goes on a wild plan to, like, take a bunch of classes and you end up spending a shit ton of money. Right. Right. When people are like, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go to Loyola Marymount and pay seventy five thousand dollars of tuition. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And stay there for six years and get straight A's. Then it's like, wow, okay, you're going to be incurring a lot of debt. But Chase is talking about a community college. Yeah. And and different classes have different prices. But the fact that you're at a community college already reduces the cost, presumably quite a bit. So I have never even heard of a single expensive community college. Have you? No. I suppose there might be one. Well, if you're going to a community college and you're out of state... They're going to charge you a lot more. Right. Because, yeah. But again, I assume if you're going to a community Mm -hmm. college, it's probably because you live there. Like you're you chose that community college because they're your closest whatever school and you're taking classes at the local community college, which are free or cheap. Yeah. No. So presumably Chase's plan makes a lot of sense. I'm just the one consideration I would give to people is one. Yes. Take classes to increase your GPA. Just make sure you don't spend a shit ton of money doing it. Right. Like run some numbers here look for easy classes hopefully lots of credits low cost and that's the thing you could actually do community college classes online even though you're in a four-year school right like those yeah 
Yeah. Those classes are no, going to end up on your LSAC. I think GPA. you can do shit like I'm in my last semester of undergrad. You might even be able to finish the classes for your last semester of undergrad, but don't file the paperwork for graduation. Mm. Go to a community college over the summer, take a semester worth of easy classes, get straight A pluses in them, then file your paperwork for graduation from your undergrad. Mm. I'm not sure that that works, but <laughs> I'd kind of be surprised if it doesn't, because like the degree granting institution is going to give you a date of your degree and the date of the degree is going to be probably after you filed for graduation, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to like, do they go back, back and give it? you the, I don't know. I, I mean, it seems unlikely. Yeah. You, you might want to check if before you try to do any of those kind of maneuverings. But if you're just at community college now and you're like, hey, can I stack up a bunch of extra classes before I transfer to a different school and graduate or whatever? Mm -hmm. I see no reason why not to. And I don't think that it matters that the that the school you're transferring to may or may that school might not even acknowledge those credits at all. But I'm pretty sure LSAC will. I would encourage you to call LSAC if you're not 100 percent sure on that and yeah. see if they if they can uh, give you any clarity. Right. Anything Thanks, more? Chase. No. Yeah. Good luck. Thanks, Good Chase. plan. Yeah. Email daily at LSATdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening.